In this episode of BTS, Erica and I are back. We get into the swing of things and discuss all things Melon Music Awards. We also have a fun little discussion about Jen's birthday celebrations. Join us for our in-depth discussion on the MMAs. Let's get it. Finally, we're back. Yes. So it's the holiday season. It's a little rough out <laughs> out here, <laughs> but we're back. We're here and we're ready to talk about so much BTS stuff that has happened. Uh, too much BTS stuff that has happened. I haven't been able to take it all in. It's been so crazy. Yeah, we've been, you know, and Molly and I do talk about it, but, um, you know, some of that's not podcast ready, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but we're finally back formally and officially. And one of the first things that we wanted to talk about was the Melon Music Awards. Yes, Uh, we know it's kind of old news now, but I'm still reliving it every day. And I think I watch their performance from it at least once a day so up until actually this morning for us last night in taiwan um we didn't have any new performance videos uh because they started their love yourself tour again in taiwan so i've been reliving the most recent from the mellow music awards yeah i would have to say of all of their performances like just recently that they've had um outside of like any tour stuff or in between this performance definitely is head and shoulders above the rest um it's really great and we're gonna get into why we feel that way and it's not even just a feeling it's a fact (laughs) (laughs) yes well to to preface that a little bit once again i stayed up all night watching and the red carpet by far for this award show was the best all of them had really great fashion and all of that stuff Um, but this one was really nice and like it was I don't know, just like their setup was a lot better and it was a little bit bigger. There were a lot more um, fans and a lot more a lot more paparazzi and things like that taking pictures. And so it was really cool. And of course, when BTS came in, you know, everybody freaked out. And as usual, the big news of that, though, was that V came in with red hair. So if any of you know, in the past, V has had red hair. Um, but he's been pretty much bleached blonde for quite some time. And I don't, well, up until a couple days ago, like, I don't really get into all the fan theories and things about that, about BTS. But people were saying, like, oh, they bleached his hair for a reason. Like, he's going to go back to that red. And, you know, I never listened to any of that. But then all of a sudden, he shows up with his bright red hair. And it was so cool. It looked so good on him. So that was kind of a big freak out and everybody's like, okay, what's going to happen? Like, this is the 10 year anniversary for the Mellon Awards. Like, it's going to be crazy. All of the performances were so good from the get go. All the other award shows that we've gone over, the performances were good, but they were just kind of basic. But the stage at the Mellon Awards was so nice. It was enormous for one thing. So all the performers had all this 
stuff going on, images and visuals, and um, the the sound was really good. And I actually was into all of the performances. I thought they all did really well. And so all night, I'm just like, every single performance got me more and more and more excited for BTS's performance. But I definitely was not prepared for it. Yeah, I don't know if any of us were prepared, especially after the fiasco with, okay, fiasco is a strong word, but <laughs> um, with No, the, let's use fiasco, yeah. So, which is actually funny. I wanted to talk about that for a second because in our last episode, we talked about the, what's it called? The Gosh. HR Awards? Yes, the AAAs. I'm like, the AAAs, the MMAs, the MM, the MA, MA. The mamas, the MMAs. But the the AAAs, we talked about that and um as we talked about at length uh like some of the they had some microphone issues and i actually watched um a video recently and it was put out by their team by big big hit by their official youtube channel and it's actually of the performances and like it's very interesting because the microphones again are not ruined in that one just like the people who said they were there like there was not a problem and it's funny how like watching it that way with it not messed up I was not picking up on them like freaking out or anything about it whereas when I did watch it with the mic things I feel like I was able to catch subtle like looks of like what is happening Mm -hmm. what is going on this is a problem so I don't know if it's just like us (laughs) right overly reading into it or if it was just like angles I mean I have no idea but like I watched it and I had a very different vibe of that performance once I like saw it again with no audio issues that's super interesting um I need to watch that video that way and see if I pick up on that because I I know I had said uh I could tell the differences and their performance and when the audio was working versus when it wasn't working. So I'll have to watch it that way and see if see if I can pick up on that and see if it looks any different to me. Yeah, and I don't know if they like zoom in on different people or whatever cuz like the mm-hmm. angles are a little bit different. It's like a different kind of like feel, but yeah, I just I thought that was interesting. But I'm glad that it was actually a pretty good performance, but it just sucks that most of the people who consumed it, at least in the global international department, got, you know, a raw deal, I guess you could right. say. But that's old news because <laughs> the MMAs <laughs> were a completely different story. So just so everybody knows, so the MMAs, this performance was 20 minutes long and that's basically like a mini concert you know um so that just goes to show you like they put so much thought and energy and time and effort into doing this and then molly and i just got into bts really only a couple of months ago at this point right but when we were kind of diving in Performances like these from the award shows were some of my favorite things to Mm -hmm. watch of them. I just love the energy. I love the artistic approach and I love the dancing. And I remember watching this and being like, seeing them live and performing live on award shows is like, you don't see anyone do this. I mean, I I didn't know anything about K-pop or anything, right? um, but I was just like, this doesn't happen. So whenever I watch BTS, I love their videos and stuff like that too. Don't get me wrong, but I just love seeing them perform live 
Yeah, I do too. And they have such great visual artistry when they perform live. And it was almost like a little movie in a way. All right, we're going to kind of go part by part Mm -hmm. in this, I think. So the very beginning, Erica, do you want to explain kind of the intro part? Yeah, the beginning like kind of takes place in this like abandoned church sort of scenario with lots of pillars, candles, covered things. Um, If you're a Harry Potter fan, it was very mirror, mirror of Erised. Yes. (laughs) That's what we both thought when we first saw that. Um, It's very monk-like, like their costumes are, you know, those kind of like monk coverings, capes, you know, with hoods. And they're wearing masks. They're not all together. They kind of come one by one with these kind of semi-ornate masks, like white plastic but with like gold like sort of embellishments in the mirrors there are words that I do not understand (laughs) so I had to just be like well I just gotta watch this but I think each phrase and each guy has a moment that's like spoken that says something Molly did you ever find out what is being said okay so it definitely has um those similarities to the mirror of air set in Harry Potter But so if you read it backwards in the BTS video, it says, I show not only your true side, but also your fake side, which goes along with their first song was uh, Fake Love. Yeah. So that's like kind of like the vibe you're getting. It's serious, darker colors, you know, a very serious vibe. They're all together looking like they're in this monk enclave (laughs) or something. (laughs) After that part, we're still before the performance of Fake Love, but we get to this, like, really cool intro of, like, I don't know how you describe it, like, sort of, like, closets with no doors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, exposed closets or little tiny rooms, like, little tiny BTS rooms, and each guy is in a, in a different one, but you can't see each guy. It's only highlighting, like, one guy pretty much at a time. And so, like, the first guy that is highlighted is Jimin. And, you know, the crowd goes wild. And he does his crazy, like, amazing artistic dancing in this room. Spinning, pop-locking, doing everything (laughs) everywhere. He gives us about 30 million dance moves in a moment. But it all looks so, like poetic and there's like some ribbon hanging in the background and it's like this concretey like vibe and look and whatever right and so he starts it off and then like when he like stops and it flashes off but then it goes to like jungkook dancing at the same time Jungkook and at, j-hope yep exactly and they're wearing my favorites which are like <laughs> jeans with a ribbon in them um <laughs> <laughs> and then um jungkook touches the wall and then all of a sudden rm's one uh lights up and this is where it kind of gets not as dance uh <laughs> centric <laughs> like well, all yeah they go from the dance line into the rap line well i guess j-hope's part of the rap line but they go to like the dancers to the non-dancers but i will tell you suga dance a lot more than i thought he would dance yeah yeah he's at like rm just like sits on the floor but Sugar um, <laughs> was like doing a couple little things and i was like okay go sugar i'm like look at you look at all artistic he's just looking very less like like just moving <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and then we end with tay and his red hair surprise reveal red hair you know um and he's dancing obviously very great and artistically and then it kind of like 
spotlights on like all of them to get to oh no, sorry jen 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 because he didn't dance <laughs> he just kind of like turns on the light <laughs> artistically and then all, artistically all the rooms are lit there's masks on the screen it's very artistic they're kind of doing this album cover pose type of thing with ribbons tied up it's like a little bit like in sync no strings attached yeah, circa it's very true the year 2000 <laughs> uh, all this <laughs> And then right before they get into fake love, what what kind of like signifies the start of the performance is like uh, V comes out with the, holding a mask over his face, walking, doing a very like intentional walk. And then the guys line up behind him. And then, you know, if you're familiar with the fake love choreography, it kind of like starts off with like that kind of ocean wave dance move where they kind of like peel off and then they go into their standard uh, dance moves for fake love. So, Molly, what did you think about this, like, very dramatic beginning? I loved it. I love all their dramatic stuff. Because they there's an extended version of Fake Love music video. That stuff is all at the end of it. Um, the whole monk thing and the masks and all of that stuff. And I like dark stuff anyway. So, incorporating that into this just... Oh, I I loved it. And their outfits their everything I just I can't get over it and it was very artistic and visual and visually pleasing I was super into the storyline before it even started and it, it drew me into the performance even more with their intro yeah like the monk stuff anything that can make me feel like I'm at Hogwarts is a plus mm -hmm. so like that was already good for me but I really caught my breath when they did the like little closet room dancey uh -huh. stuff like I was like oh my gosh what's happening oh my gosh you know and I thought that was a very su like surprising um exciting moment for the audience it's like we've never seen this before what's happening who's coming up next so I really enjoyed um those aspects and like I hope they have like lots of photos or photo shoots or photo cards or anything mm -hmm. from that because they were giving poses this was okay BTS is not only Hogwarts they are top models they are yep. Korea top <laughs> Korea's mm -hmm. top models they Tyler are Banks would be like oh pose broken doll you know anything <laughs> everything they were doing so on to the fake love performance I mean like you know, they did what they do. I love their co their costumes, their outfits, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call. Um, they're wearing kind of like black clothing, but with a little bit of sparkle. There's a variation between all of them, as usual. It's still pretty cohesive. Yeah, I mean, they look good, all of them. I mean, what is there to say? I know, I was going to say, Molly, who, did you, who had the best outfit in your opinion? <laughs> <laughs> is that even a question? <laughs> Oh my gosh. So it's Jin. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, I use Jin as a little punching bag, which I don't. I, I, okay, pause for the cause. I got to say something. I don't have a bias wrecker because my bias cannot be wrecked. <laughs> but I have been getting into Jin more and more lately. Oh my gosh. No, okay. You did not just say that. All right, keep going. Yeah. And I was watching a video um, last night, I think, and it was about Jin dancing. And they're like, listen, we want to show you that Jin's like improved on his dancing. And I was like watching and I was like, you know, I don't even know that it's so much about improvement. Like, I, I think he's just good. And I know we don't give him credit because he's not a natural dancer. And it's true. Like, if you have him right next to like J-Hope, okay, 
those guys are natural dancers, so like they can add a little extra something, right. something on their things. But more and more, I just get impressed by like the amount of hard work that he has to put in to not detract from the group, to stay, you know, with them and to do these moves that are complicated. And he's not a natural dancer. He does not have natural rhythm. So it's actually more and more amazing the more like I watch him. I'm like, wow, this is not your skill set. And yet you're having to hang in there with guys who this is like their crazy skill set. And so, <laughs> I love that you said that. So we have not talked about this at all prior to this. So this is completely 100% news to me from Erica. <laughs> and so I was talking to um, another army friend. I definitely have a wrecker. I have two wreckers <laughs> now, even though Jungkook is, is my future husband, but there's a thing. I don't know, Erica, if you know about a side wrecker. So it's you have a wrecker and then you have this side wrecker that only wrecks you like sometimes that has turned into gin for me lately. Wow. And, yes. <laughs> wait, wait. And... <laughs> Was it gin with facial hair that did it? No. <laughs> no. Okay. So I sent Erica a meme <laughs> with all the guys with facial hair and we're like, man, gin would look really good with a beard. And we were talking about that last night. But no, that's not what did it. So I recently got into the whole storyline from whenever their their storyline starts um, from like the most beautiful moments in life through current. And I watched like a two hour basically movie um, of all the music videos played in order and going through the storyline. And Jin is like a huge inter- integral part of the storyline. And just watching like his improvement and him blossom and his parts of the storyline and how he fits in uh, just like I don't know it's so crazy and whenever their solo songs come on my playlists I tend to kind of skip everyone but Jungkook's just because he's my bias even though I do like some of these solos and I like I listen to Jimin's as well, but I tend to skip Jin sometimes, but he's such a great vocalist. Watching this video, like I had to listen and watch like all the different parts. And there's like little mini videos of all of their solo um, songs and stuff. And he is so good. His voice is amazing. And I was actually watching a video earlier today from their uh, Taiwan concert when he does his solo song and he's so good and so steady and he, I don't know, he just has an amazing voice and he's so funny. And like all of his run BTS or all of the run BTS episodes, he's the one that kills me the most. Like he makes me laugh so much. So he's kind of snuck up on me as a little, as a little side wrecker, which is really funny that you're just like, oh my gosh, like Jen's becoming this thing to me. And he has been with me too lately. And we haven't even talked about that. <laughs> we have not, but I just am learning to appreciate him more and more. And again, it's like, we don't think about it. Cause like, we just see these guys do such great, you know, we see the final product and everything right. and you can maybe give Jen a little bit of crap because it's like, oh, well, you know, next to, you know, again, J-Hope or Jungkook, you know, he's 
looks slightly different. So, oh my gosh. But when you really look at it, you're like, wow, like there's so much to remember. There's so many moves. There's so much. And like, he has this important task of like not detracting from the show and the performance that they're giving. And he does such a wonderful job at that. And like, when I look at like him, not, he doesn't have that naturally. Like that's all 100% blood, sweat, tear right Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. 100 percent work and then that just is like amazing the more i watch the more i'm just kind of like blown away and again i feel like it's also something that you just can't tell unless you're really honing in on Jin. Mm -hmm. like it's something i didn't notice until i was like more 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 deeply in the fandom like my initial thoughts when i saw bts performing for the first few times that i saw them or like several times let's be honest was just like oh my gosh oh my gosh they're so clean they're so precise they're so amazing and i still Mm -hmm. think that and it's only because you're like so familiar with the moves that you can see like little tiny things but again they're small things and they're really still not like that major you know it's just like i'm just really impressed with him but back to the performance at hand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Fake Love is like, I hate to say it's like a standard performance because like BTS always puts out such amazing hard work and visually interesting performances and everything. But um, I would have to say for this whole performance that Fake Love is not really like the standout for me, even though it's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, it. Because we'll get into it, there was a something that overshadowed it 100%, but I just really enjoyed it because the stage was so big and there was a lot more visuals that could go on and the stuff going on in the background and on the screens and stuff I thought was really cool. Um, that stage, that stage yeah. it was humongous. I was like, yeah. what, where are they holding this award ceremony like it was huge (laughs) olympic stadiums like like they when they did the shots from afar like they were like ants on the stage i was Mm -hmm. like um (laughs) you would need to be in the first like 20 rows otherwise you're gonna be like bts was here (laughs) yeah you gotta (laughs) have some binoculars or something (laughs) because it was that stage is huge yeah but um really cool with the lighting and effects and i mean they use a lot of lights yeah. <laughs> there's well, <laughs> my favorite part of fake love though was the ending so they do their you know yeah, their, their really ending cool. where they intertwine jen and jung uh jungkook intertwine their arms and then jungkook pulls it down and then all of a sudden all of these guys in these black robes come out and they it looks like they kind of like engulf the guys and they disappear Wait, can we, sorry to like get into the nitty gritty, but can we talk about how BTS needs to win an award for like best uses of getting like massive amounts of people on stage without without being detected? Yes. (laughs) They do it all the time. I'm like, where did these 130 people come from? (laughs) So the first time Erica and I, well, when Erica introduced me to BTS, we watched like, I don't know, a hundred videos. We like spent three hours watching BTS music videos. But every single time I would go, wait, where did all those people come from? Wait, where, where did all those people come from? And it's not like there's three or four dancers. There's like 50 people that come out and you don't ever see them. Yeah, they are there. They just appear. They're like, bam, you know, right there. So they're always so impressive. And of course this happens, but it happens in a different way than we've seen them do in the past. Yeah, so all these guys come out and they like engulf them and they start dancing. And then all of a sudden it shows the guys 
and they all have their robes on again and oh my gosh they like pull their hoods up over their faces and mm, I didn't know that was like a thing but that's a thing that I really like (laughs) 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 they like yeah they like pull all these hoods up over their faces and then it shows them all and um they zoom in on Jungkook a lot and then they all have a mask and they put the masks on and it shows them all in a line. And then all of a sudden it just drops it. Like the, the robes just drop and there's smoke and the guys are gone. And it was a really cool, uh, really cool effect. It's pretty amazing, especially considering like there's not that much time until they get into the next song. So first of all, you're like, how do they do this? Well, you know, um, airplane part two, I don't know if you knew this was pre-recorded. Oh, okay. Well, that makes a yes. lot more sense. Cause I was like, yeah. how did they disappear and change their clothes again? I was like, again, Hogwarts magic. I mean, it's still impressive, but <laughs> it is, but yeah. So, um, they go into airplane part two next, but see, I was the same. I thought the exact same thing, but then I had done a little bit or I'd just seen, I don't know, seen something on Twitter or something. And, um, airplane part two was that performance was pre-recorded. Okay, that makes sense, because I was like, I was thinking, I'm like, okay, so Jungkook had to change like the Dickens. He mm-hmm. had to put on new shoes, new clothing, and I was I was actually thinking about it, because I was like, okay, so he has to come out on stage looking all cool, but, like, what was happening? Like, before this moment, was he, like, chaos backstage, like, ah, give me my clothes, let's go! Right, um, and, like, and they all had, like, leather, and J-Hope had, like, these leather, the leather gloves he had on were something that I need to. But, yeah, and then they, like, Airplane Part 2, they're always in these, like, almost, like, pajama-like flowy outfits, so they would have had to, like, peel this leather off of themselves super fast <laughs> to get changed into, into their costumes for airplane um but airplane part two nothing's ever gonna beat the their japanese music video so with the wet hair and we discuss (laughs) (laughs) we discuss this at length in another episode so i don't think any performance of that is ever gonna like stand out to me just because that music video is on point but obviously it was still a really great performance i always love their outfits for it and v's i really liked v's outfit and sugar's in in this performance sugar had this cute okay. little hat on and actually sugar's i had to say that my boyfriend and i were kind of laughing a little bit because sugar's feet look so huge we were like looked over and we're like what are those boats on his feet like and then you know they had that like little tricky you know footwork on yeah so like there are a couple moments where we were kind of like laughing a lot but just in good fun like obviously these guys work hard and the choreography is killer and everything but the shoes just were like so bright and I was just like, look at Sugar's feet. <laughs> I'm but, thinking, uh, yeah, like his pants were a little bit shorter. They were like high waters almost. So his feet just really stood out because his <laughs> pants were up so high. <laughs> so it, it was cute and funny. And like Jimin's dressed like a little mariachi guy. I mean, I know they mm-hmm. say mariachi in this song, but he like is like a little mariachi band guy. Whereas like Jungkook is just like, hey. I'm in my, you know, den or my nice like drawing room with a cigar and <laughs> a drink. <laughs> and, yeah. and Jin looks actually pretty cool with this too. The shoes, again, the shoes in this scene kind of like throw me off because like they're all wearing like really different shoes. Like I said, Sugar has his 
I'm sorry. I'm watching the background. <laughs> I'm watching his boat feet. Um, <laughs> she and has like, have like tennis shoes on and. Yeah, like Jin and Jungkook have like these big white tennis shoes, which are not like my favorites because they're wearing like such like darker, richer colors and they kind of like detracts. Obviously, their fashion is always on point. They look really good. Love the outfits. And um, I like the boho sort of vibe that they're going for. I do too. And I, I liked the background a lot. And this one, like all the visuals that they got to have up on the screen and everything behind them. And that was really cool. So that was just like a a normal performance. And then it goes into um, this little like mini montage. And it's <laughs> basically... Erica always thinks these are weird, but <laughs> this one was really cute. It's it's basically a video of like past performances and like little packages that they've done. So images of them. And I guess let me like break down why I think it's a little bit weird. I guess it's because like to me, I never not in every performance, but in a lot of the performances, I feel like they don't have like a cohesive story that's clear to me. So I feel like it's like filler, but it's like not satisfying enough. Like I feel like it could be longer or like tell more of like, a, have a more of a narrative. For me, it's just like kind of strange in that sense. It's like, oh, dance, dance, dance. We're doing our live performance. And then all of a sudden it's like, here's a montage of like pictures of us from the past but I'm just like what is the context for this besides we need to change our clothing <laughs> yeah um that's basically it I think but I mean <laughs> but again like none of the other acts have any of that stuff because their performances weren't as in depth or in length they don't change outfits they don't have to do any of that stuff this one had a little bit more of a story, I guess. Like, it was about loving yourself and kind of going through their whole storyline of, like, from fake love up through Idol, um, which is what their last performance was, and kind of going through their journey from that. Okay. <laughs> I'll fill you in that. I, like, sort of check out a little bit during those but I'm just being honest but it's not anything like bad or critical that's more of maybe an issue with me <laughs> <laughs> after this like montage it opens to like one of the coolest things ever which is uh J-Hope sort of like pops out of the stage and the st I don't even know how to describe it I know it's traditional Korean sort of stage but like it's amazing it's like this layered three deep layered stage of people. Um, he's surrounded by these women and I guess in traditional dresses and like this ornate like background, like artistic background and they're doing a traditional dance. But then he's breaking out and doing like what he can do best, which is like moving and moving his body, kind of like pop locking and everything like that. And like the women who are sort of dancing, they also have like these like gongs or drum, more of drums actually mm -hmm. behind and to the side of them. And so they're doing all the synchronized drumming. He is moving his body to the beat. <laughs> he gets a fan out. He doesn't do too much with the fan. That's going to come next with uh, Jimin. But like it was so captivating. It was. And then like at the end with the fan, it looks like he almost throws it and then the camera cuts to Jimin and it looks like Jimin caught the fan. So it was like the same color, this red fan. And then Jimin breaks into this traditional Korean dance with the fan. And Jimin is so mesmerizing to watch when he dances. And I would love to see him do a 
full on like contemporary dance is that you know that's what he was classically trained in and his body just how he can move and how sharp his movements are oh my gosh like this was I could watch him all day do this dance he's got everybody sister shook I don't know if any of you <laughs> watch James Charles who always has a fan um he's a beauty guru on YouTube if you don't know what I'm talking about but he uses a fan but I was just like uh he's quaking watching <laughs> watching Jimin handle this fan like I was like who needs air conditioning when you've got Jimin doing Jimin. that right? <laughs> he, I'd be like I'd pay for that air conditioning <laughs> oh my goodness um, but yeah, and, and he has dancers around him that all have fans and they're all, ugh, it's so good. Um, and then he also, Jimin has this like white towel looks like hanging yeah. off of his belt. And then he, at the end of his dance, he like d- really coolly throws his jacket open and pulls out his his white towel. And then the camera cuts over to Jungkook pulling out a towel. And so then Jungkook does his dance with these two white towels yeah and then the dancers around him are wearing masks i would say these are probably traditional masks and again um and like traditional like outfits that are like kind of like robes and pants and everything it's just very colorful very beautiful junk cooks spinning like a top uh, <laughs> just everywhere and then he gets lifted like the king he is on- yes <laughs> it's crazy so they like cover him a little bit and there's some dancers standing up in front of him. They move down and then he pops up and the other dancers are holding him. He's like laid sprawled out like King Jungkook and they're holding him and he has a mask on and then he throws. Oh, I just imitated throwing the mask and I hit something. <laughs> he throws the mask off and then it goes into these other dancers. It's like traditional Korean music in the background and it looks like carnival almost like. It was this big, huge production. There's people, all these costumes and dancing and with ribbons. And they're using this enormous stage. And it was like this huge party. And it was so awesome. Yeah, it looked a lot like Lunar New Year celebrations. Mm -hmm. That's what it reminded me of. I'm not sure if that's really what it's derived from. But, like, that's the only thing that I've seen in my life in limited you know, viewpoint that looked anything similar to this. Um, but the background and the screens and the colors and all of the traditional um, band members like c- coming together, playing their drums and traditional instruments. And also, I want to talk about like in the audience, and you can count on this everywhere, there are so many army bombs. So like, many. So many to the fact of like, is this only. Um- BTS. This is a BTS concert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, uh, who do other groups have anything similar? Oh, they all have their own army. They all have their own like light sticks. Every single group has one. Oh, that's... yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, every group has a light stick, and they're that... all different like shapes and and do stuff. So if you look out like. When it shows, you can spot different different ones. There's a ton of army bombs, but you can spot different ones that are different colors and stuff that are from other groups. Oh, like, see, you learn something new every day, right? Yeah, so I, I had learned that. I thought that was kind of, like, specific to BTS. Um, but, no, all the K-pop groups have their own light stick. 
So what's interesting is Taylor Swift, she does something similar for her concerts, but like you don't really like buy it. You like get to the concert and then they just give you these bracelets, but they only last for like the night, right? Maybe like a couple days after, but you can't really like control it. She was the first person that I really saw do something like that. And of course she's American. So like that was my first exposure to it. Um, But I was like, that looks just like so cool in the audience and you can control it and you could just see everyone. And then of course, once I got into BTS, I realized like, oh, this is more of like more than just like a Taylor Swift thing, obviously. I'd see it at all their performances. But like I said, I'm not really like into K-pop. So I guess I really wouldn't know. But that's really cool. I don't know why or like what that derived from. So that would be interesting to look into of where and how that started and how long ago that that started. Yeah. Who was the one who really like started Mm -hmm. it all? So after the traditional dances sort of like go away and sort of like the the stage kind of changes into this really bright orange and yellow and the guys are on stage and they're about to do their idol choreography and they're wearing um again more traditional outfits which they tend to do for idol like idol is their song that they really kind of like give a lot of props or a lot of honor to you know their korean roots in a traditional way and so they're not wearing like the suits but they're wearing like lots of robes lots of robes yeah yeah, and they're supposed to be like they're they're supposed to represent the hanbok, which which is the traditional Korean dress that they wear. So very cool. And again, it's just so fun, like learning all these things, because um, unfortunately, a lot of Asian culture is like lumped together. And when we learn things about it here, we just learn different parts but we don't really think about it like i know about like kimonos right Mm -hmm. but you know from japan but you don't think about okay there could be all these variations for the different countries and you know used differently and stuff like that and they're like beautiful you know Mm -hmm. but still different so and like i said with like the lunar new year like um i'm from california so i'm more acquainted with chinese new year and the celebrations with that and then it's like well it's not just chinese new year that this happens you know this is in asian countries this is a celebration the lunar celebration so all this stuff um for a very huge part of the world that kind of just gets at least ignored in our country or just not the recognition that needs to be so I'm glad that we get to like learn more stuff and be exposed to more stuff and you know it's a conscious decision from BTS to do this stuff like they could just wear quote-unquote regular clothes Mm -hmm. and just that's fine oh it's okay they're from South Korea but whatever right but this is a conscious decision and when you look at it we we have this conversation like oh wait a minute what are they wearing what is this that looks really cool and it begins the part of educating and inviting people into their culture. And I've said this before, they're cultural ambassadors more than anything. They're, you know, delivering their culture through the means of music, which is so universal. And it's really fortifying their country, helping their country to grow and become more of a power and a presence in the world. And that's like incredibly amazing and impactful. And I know it's like, Oh, can a boy band really do this, but mm-hmm. they are. They mm-hmm. are breaking down barriers that no one else could really do. And with those barriers and even people just being interested in them comes, again, people being interested in going and visiting to visiting Korea, using Korean products, you know, clothing, 
more music. A lot of people who listen to like a group like BTS get more into K-pop in general. Like you're exposed to a different language. People start learning Korean. And I know that it's had an impact in me on me. And I'm just more interested in Korea in general when I didn't, I'm not going to say I didn't have, well, I guess I didn't really have an interest. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it sounds cruel, but there are a lot of countries in the world. There's about almost 200 countries, you know, as the lines are kind of like given in the world. And so like, that's a lot of countries and Korea wasn't really on my radar to be honest. Um, but now it totally is. Yeah. And it's, I love that you're saying all that because I, I try to stay away from all the negative and, and stuff surrounding anything these days. Uh, I just don't have room for negativity in my life. But apparently there were people um, that were saying that BTS has become too westernized and they're like criticizing them for certain things. And I don't know if that had to do with when they came out with like Wasted on Me being all in English or like what that was surrounding um, or them being like more involved in America or, or where any of that came from. But then they came out with this performance that is traditional Korean music. And what we didn't mention is when they continue the idol performance, they didn't go to their normal track music. They still used like the traditional drums and and instruments for their performance. So it was like partial of the idol track. And then it was like still using the traditional, um, it was like a, t a whole new mix with like traditional Korean instruments. You know, people are like saying all this stuff about them and then they come out and do this performance that's 100 percent Korean. Everything they did with Korean dances, Korean wardrobe, music, everything. I didn't have any interest in Korea either. Um, I think I would have been more interested in Japan or China just because that's what we're exposed to more here in the States. Yeah. Um, as far as Asian cultures go. But I am currently trying to learn Korean. I want to go live in Seoul. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I want to, you know, I'm totally interested in Korean culture now. I'm actually going with a friend to tomorrow to a bigger city um, here in Texas. I'm going to Dallas tomorrow and going to like this Asian market that has a lot of Korean stuff and going to eat Korean barbecue and like the food and culture and, and everything mm -hmm. is just so much more interesting to me now. It's opened up so many doors and so much curiosity in me to learn about another country. And this is all from a band. This is all from BTS doing, you know, just, being who they are and and so yeah a boy band can do that <laughs> they they did that right um <laughs> um and also about the people getting down about them being like quote unquote not korean enough i think that anyone who is global or interracial or anything like that has to deal with that like the lack of acceptance from everybody as like you're doing enough but when i look about back on like some of their first intro debut things you didn't see any of this at all it actually seemed like they were trying to kind of copy mm -hmm. like american hip-hop culture mm -hmm. and it didn't seem authentic i was thinking like it's good that i got into them like now because i think if they were like i like their music of the debut thing but i think there was a little bit of a lack of authenticity i felt like they were kind of wearing more caricatures and everything like that from the beginning and you know obviously their personalities would shine through and their talent would shine through but it would be a little bit problematic if they try to debut in america with that and that's part of the reason why they did that american hustle live show which is mm -hmm. like they were getting flack for that they were getting criticism 
you know, their management group, Big Kid Entertainment, was like, if you're going to be a part of hip hop, you have to know where it comes from. In the United States, hip hop is not just about like wearing a grill and rapping and, you know, all that stuff, all the stuff you see on the surface. It's like there's so much more depth to it. And, you know, you can't just try it on and try to get successful with that. And so you can see like when I talk about BTS and I talk about why I like them and why they stood out, there's a level of authenticity to them that I was like, wow, I watched Mike drop and I'm like, oh, they have like real swag. It's not like mm-hmm. we're trying to have swag. Like there was just like a coolness that's there. And that's part of hip hop is like a real coolness, not like a manufactured sort of version. And even if it is manufactured, it can't be detected as that. It's just so crazy to me that people would like be criticizing them now when I think that they are more like Korean centric than from what I can tell they've ever been Mm -hmm. and that they pay homage to that. And they are that. But people also have to recognize as much as they are Korean, they also are global too, in the sense of like, they are you know, bringing their music all across the world. They are being influenced by so many other cultures and everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think also being authentic comes a little bit with that too. So it's not like 100% like we have to be only, you know, Korean 100% of the time. Like they are more than that because they're exposed to more than that. That's all. But I think they do. I mean, I know I'm an outsider, but I think they do a good job of representing it and like, bringing a lot of pride and honor to their country and curiosity uh, Mm -hmm. for more. And I think that's really what more can you ask for from a boy band? Like, right. (laughs) That exceeds, that exceeds a lot of expectations. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed, but at the end of idol, normally at the end of idol, Jungkook is in the middle and they do their little spin at the end and they sit down and they do um and this performance Jin was in the middle Jin did you notice did you yeah I did yeah I did I noticed that I was like wait a minute I'm like anytime Jin is in the center I notice let's be honest and I don't mean (laughs) that in a negative way but I'm always like oh look at Jin in the center or if he does like a a move especially well I'm like oh my gosh look at Jin so I'll look at that so when I was like wait a minute wait a minute Jin I don't know if this has anything to do with like theories, but people are like speculating of why Jen was in the middle. So I have no idea why Jen was in the middle. I don't know if it's going to connect anything to Mama or to their um, next era or what is going on. But Jen was in the middle. And I think I think it has it's a big meaning, but I just don't know what it means. I don't know either. But go, Jen. Um, it's your birthday, which we're about to actually talk about in a second. Yeah. <laughs> um, but before we do, just want to finish out with some final thoughts about um, their performance. So, you, again, they did the traditional, um, their traditional idol choreography, but it was a little bit different. Like Molly said, the instrumentals were, you know, with the traditional um, Korean instruments. Also, the stage was just so huge. So, like, they moved to this, like, center platform that's elevated. And then, of course, they had three million people who joined <laughs> them on stage. And, like, they still, and then they have all the people from, like, the other parts of their performance that were like kind of traditional. So like the women playing the drums and like the fan, I think the people with the fans um, Mm -hmm. and everything like that. And like, it's just like this whole big, like overload of amazing. And of course, like we said, the grand finale is gin ends in the center instead of Jungkook. It was, it was amazing. I've watched it. Like, I don't even know how many times the whole performance and it's so good. All of it. There is an HD version of just the idol performance 
we will link that. And if you haven't seen it in the HD version, you need to watch it because it was it was the best performance I've ever seen. I mean, all of it together was great, but then the idol performance was just something out of this world. And it was um I also I need to watch there's a reaction video of all the other idols in the audience like reacting during idol which I need to watch. I still haven't watched it yet. So I want to find that and maybe we'll link that as well. Um, Cause I heard it's really good. And like everyone's faces are just like, Oh my gosh, like what is going on? This is so crazy. Yeah. I can imagine that, you know, BTS is inspirational in the sense of like, we got to step up our game. We got to do mm-hmm. what have this impact. Like this is an incredible performance. So I know I would one be into it if I were there and two be like, Oh, we got to step it up. Right. Um, but well, um, I mean, and also because uh, I do want to go over the awards they won. And this is one of the reasons because they won seven awards again. Uh, they won. So there's awarded a top 10 award. So there's 10 different groups that get awarded the top 10 award. And they were one of the top 10 winners. They got the Cacao Hot Star Award. They won, weirdly, the best rap hip hop category for fake love, which, OK, you know, we'll take it. Uh, they were actually nominated for that at the uh, MGA Awards with Fake Love, and they did not win that category at that award show, but they won it uh, here for Fake Love. And then they won the Netizen Popularity Award, the Global Artist Award, and then Best Album of the Year and Artist of the Year. We've been talking about Jin a lot this episode, and we're actually going to talk about him some more. Yes. So a couple days ago, well, four days ago, technically now the night we're recording was Jen's birthday. It was quite an event, I will have to say. Um, I've never been a part of any kind of fandom like this before, and especially in the social media age. And I will say this about ARMY. We know how to get together and plan things basically just like take over the world because (laughs) on Jen's birthday um I don't even know which episode this was in I don't know if it was in a I think it was a Bangton bomb he shows J-Hope a picture on his phone and it's very quick and it's this funny picture of him in these like big white glasses with like really round frames and he looks really silly and really cute And he says in the video, like, I want this to be my birthday picture. Well, whoever saw that, remembered that and found it, made it happen. And I don't even know, thousands and thousands of people changed their profile picture to this picture of Jin. And BTS, their official Twitter page, actually changed their profile picture, too. They changed it to that, and they changed their header their header picture. There was a couple pictures circulating around that people had, like, photoshopped a ton of these pictures of Jin, and, like, people were photoshopping his face on everything from this picture, and it was so funny. So BTS changed their official picture and their header to Jin, to these funny pictures of Jin for their birthday. And it was so great uh, because they got recognized for something on Twitter along with a bunch of other um, K-pop groups and they were number one and whatever article like they put out there was like a picture of everyone's Twitter profiles and like their handles and stuff and the picture and the the graphic that was put out had that picture as theirs and all the other idol groups have their like very professional logos as 
as their profile picture and then bts has this funny picture of jen and it just was it was so perfect because it fits them so well and it just made me so happy and um it was hilarious yeah jen (laughs) it seemed really appropriate for jen's birthday and like you know i think we started this podcast yeah we started it and it was jimin's birthday so like Mm -hmm. that was a very different very twitter active as well it just goes to show you like the different personalities of the guys. So like this was so appropriate for Jin's birthday and for him being silly and then posting all these like unflattering silly photos of him. And... Yeah, so they yeah, they all <laughs> updated and posted really funny pictures of Jin. And then Jin also went live on his birthday. I don't have any of these games. Um, and I think one of them is like a definitely, I know is a Korean game. Um, but he got on this game and he was playing and like, there were army that were able to play this game with him, but like someone was filming him on his V live while he was playing it. And it was really funny. Cause he's very like, <laughs> he gets very into the games. And um, one of the games I know he's had for a really long time and he's been playing it for a long time and he's a pretty high level. And so he was like really confident, but then there's like, there's army that are like beating him at the game and he's getting really mad. And some surprise guests show up. Jimin comes in the video for a little bit and RM and J-Hope. So it was, it was a super cute uh, V live. And that was really nice to, for him to do on his birthday too. And then behind him, um, I, I, I guess they were in maybe part of like their studio or something. He's in this almost like cubicle looking thing. And behind him, there were pictures, the same pictures that were um, changed on Twitter. So this funny picture of him, there were printed out pictures of him up on it. It's like happy birthday, Jin and all this stuff. And um, so he definitely got a lot of love on his birthday. Yes, happy birthday, Jin. And he's the oldest. So by Korean standards, he's what, 27? But 27. 20, mm-hmm. But 26 by American? Yep. He's getting up there. <laughs> as, as we're older than him and we say that, yes. <laughs> yes, uh, <clears throat> no comment. But <laughs> <laughs> even though there's still so much more to say, so much happening in the BTS world, I think that this might be a good place to end this episode. Yeah, so we're going to break this probably into two parts because (laughs) there's been so much going on and there's so much coming up. Uh, We have Mama coming up in a week, so we're going to try to cover as much news as we possibly can before then. So then hopefully we can have an entire episode dedicated to that because I think we're going to need it. Oh, based off of like their past performances, which are some of my all time favorite live performances for my to rewatch. Um, yes, I think so. <laughs> and also there were some fan cams from their Taiwan concert. And there's one part Jimin has like this flowy shirt on and he jumps up and you can see his shirt comes up on the side and he still has his his tattoo on the side. So There's lots of speculation that he's going to relive that crazy performance where he ripped his shirt off and was tattooed. So. Oh, hey. Yeah. So (laughs) this is going to be this is going to be big. Yeah. So looking forward to it. Yes. 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 Me too. So I guess for now, why say no when you can say B.T. Yes. BTS, yay! Yay, Bye. Bye.